Welcome to Midlife Mastery Podcast. I'm Brock Edwards, and today I've got Bill Courtright with me, and I am very, very excited for this conversation. I've known Bill for a little while now, and I think he can weigh in heavily on what we're talking about, because with this show, we're really looking at, well, how do I find the power of midlife? Like, I, I'm in midlife, and I don't want to return to my 20s. I want to make my 50s, my 60s, and beyond just amazing. And, and so, how do we do that? And I don't know. And that's what I'm exploring here. And so, Bill, um, you're actually hard to introduce because you've done so much. So, I mean, you, you've been an entrepreneur. You've been a, a champion bodybuilder. You now focus on, well, actually, I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit. Okay. Thank you very much, Brock, for having me. And it is good to see you again. It's been a while. And that's so, yeah, for me, my I've been in, in the personal development uh, wellness arena for now will be going on 40 years. And so midlife, I understand very well, I'm going to be going into my 60s this year. I'm excited for my 60s and my 50s have been amazing. And when we talk about what I do is my brand, you know, we always have brands, right? My brand has been stress for since the 1990s. And I have a podcast, uh, stress mastery podcast. And, and people ask me all the time, what is mastery? So you're talking about midlife mastery. If you think about what mastery really is, it's the ability to perform a skill without a thought. That's mastery, right? And what challenges people, especially as they hit midlife, is, is they don't understand how the human being is wired. You see, the human being is actually hardwired for behavior. And that behavior is dictated by what's held in mind. So whatever you hold in mind will determine your behavior. And the challenges we have, especially at midlife, is we are, as human beings, automatically programmed. We have these what are called stages of development. And that first stage of development, you are actually come out of that stage with your ego, with a comfort zone, with what's called the guilt program. You basically come out with an identity. And by age 16, in that second stage, your identity is set. And it's set with your self-esteem, your self-worth, your self-image. And that's what you hold in mind. And so when we say the human being is hardwired for behavior, if you're holding a negative focus, if you're in the focus of fear, then your behavior is followed with fear. You're in sabotage. You're in procrastination. And so here we hit midlife, right? And we've, we've gone to school, we've followed the rules, we've gone into the culture. And what happens, I, a lot of my clients that I coach, I coach high-level CEOs and I, I coach high-level entrepreneurs, they have an identity crisis when they hit 50. It, it, it's their midlife identity crisis is because they've done everything right, yet they still find themselves not happy. And they don't know who they are. And that's where the midlife crisis comes in. So I, I love the, uh, the, the, the word mastery, uh, Bill, especially you talking about stress mastery, because I don't hear anyone else talking about mastering stress. I mean, we hear about reducing yeah. it or eliminate or just managing it. Yes. Uh, and managing is a much different word than mastering. Yes. And so before we dive in there, I am curious, um, what is the upside of stress? Like, why do we even, why, why does our body oh. have it? The challenge that we have is stress mastery. And like I said, mastery is the ability to perform a skill without a thought. Stress mastery is simply conflict resolution. So 
what people understand is the human being, when I say the human being's hardwired for behavior, it took millions of years for the human being to become the modern man of Homo sapien. Now, the Homo sapien was done, developed 200,000 years ago. So as gathered hunters, this human construct that we have, the way our machine works, the way our body and mind operate, the way they're programmed is built for the human survival systems built in two ways. One is the alarm system. This is when we're in fear focus and we're fight or flight. Well, the other one's the recuperation system. This is a system where the body heals, but it's also the system where we develop new skills. The human being survived because they had a rational mind, but it took millions of years to develop what I'm what I talk what I call the human construct. It took millions of years because the first time we went into the plains, right, and they heard a roar, that human got eaten because they didn't have any. And it, the second time they ran and got eaten again. The third time, maybe they climbed a tree and got away. And then that would become a program, a skill. And then eventually, we had reasoning minds. And that's how the human being became the most, most powerful species on the planet was we had the ability to communicate, to rationally, but we also had the, the, the ability to develop skills. Skills are your habits. So when we learn how to use a hammer, well, the best way I can put it is when you learn how to drive a car, right? The first time you drive a car, especially if you're learning how to drive a stick, there's a million things to think about. You're awkward. You're grinding the gears. You're worried about the person sitting next to you. You're afraid. But eventually, it becomes a skill, and it's mastered. That's mastery. Don't have to think about driving your car anymore. Well, the challenge in today's modern man is, is that your first seven years of life you're born in what's called stage one impulsive mind. In this stage, you're recording your environment. So your environment is becoming your perception of the way the world should be. When you go into the second stage, which is called the imperial mind, this is when you go through your internship stage. You're having experiences and learning skills and you're solidifying your identity. This is who I am. This is what I'm good at. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is the way the world should be, and your expectations are set that way. And then you go into the third stage, and it's age 16. You're in the, in the third stage called socialized mind. 200,000 years ago, that's all there was. So the tribes that survived, in a way we're wired for survival, they survived in clans of 150 people. That was it. But in that tribe, there was a unified belief system. Everybody had the same belief system. So there was no, no, um, no hitting the perception they're wrong. You didn't have stress. You weren't stressed out. The only time they were stressed when there was true danger. And so what the body did over these millions of years, the body began to develop to support the mind. So when we have stress, that means something in our environment came in that doesn't match what should be there. And the body goes into the alarm system and automatically we're in fight or flight. Now, it was designed for a burst of energy. That's stress. We can't stop stress. It's impossible. And the reason it's impossible is because our brain developed this radar called the amygdala. It it's basically scans your environment. So imagine you're sitting here now, Brock, and somebody knocks on the door that would set off the alarm system. It changed something 
in your environment. And most of us, our perception of our environment is what we were programmed as young children. In other words, how life should be. And it sets expectations. And when expectations are met, then we live in resentment and regret. And it keeps us with the alarm system turned on. It never turns off. Our, the way we're wired is it's supposed to get us out of danger and then shut off. And that shut off is when our body changes its entire state to support but the recuperation system is the growth focus. It's where the human being developed new skills. And we lived in the growth focus. We didn't have, we weren't stressed out when we were gathered hunters living in tribes. And the reason we weren't stressed out was we would have never survived. When you're stressed out, that's unnatural for the human being. Where stress is natural, being stressed out is not natural. Being stressed out creates what's called perceptual blindness. You get stuck in the problem. And the, and the whole idea of being in stress is to escape danger. Well, today's world, everything changed about 10,000 years ago. The, the human being became stressed out when they stopped being gathered hunters and they became farmers. And they had to stop foraging and they became stationary. They raised their food now and tribes came together. So for the first time, it was only 10,000 years ago where tribes came together and belief systems started to mix. So now for the first time, you have competition. You have separation. You have the want to control, defend and attack. You have the want of security. Your tribe is different from that tribe. And that's when we became stressed out. We weren't designed to be stressed out. And so today's modern man, imagine. In 2008, MySpace was there. And the internet was starting. Well, here we are, 2021, right? It's only been a little bit over 10 years. And the entire, imagine, where's MySpace? There was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. There's, now look at the world. And when we talk about our perception, every time you feel you have to defend something, that means you're in stress and you're in attack. And that means that you're stressed out. It's just not a natural for the human being. So, so that's interesting. Every time you feel like you have to defend something, which, you know, for, for a lot of folks, I, I think that's every second we're on social media, every second every we're watching time. the news. Yep. So when we talk about mastery versus maybe just managing, okay. I mean, why, why can't we just manage stress? I mean, why, why do we need to move to the mastery and... I know that's not eliminating it, but what's the danger if we just get stuck in this ongoing because, stress? Because I think a lot of people don't even notice they're stressed uh, anymore. Absolutely, because they think it's normal, right? It, it and, and stress management just doesn't work. It's impossible, you know, because you can't shut off stress. So like you said, if you turn on your social media and you see something that you disagree with, you're right away, you're going to go into stress. So we look at the human construct is designed to support what you hold in mind. So let's say you look at something at Facebook. Immediately, the alarm system goes off. That's the human survival system, your nervous system, sympathetic nervous system. When that, what happens, what causes that to lock in is called a stress loop. So this programming that we have is in our head. Think of the head brain, right? So something goes against what you believe immediately that program goes off in the head brain and communicates to the heart brain. Your, your heart actually is a brain, has neurons, and it communicates back to the head brain, creating what's called a stress loop. That's when you feel it. The program goes off in the head, you feel it in the body. 
And that takes you to the third part of the human construct. First part is what's activated, the human survival system, red zone, green zone, your nervous system. Second part is a stress loop. Well, the third part is called the mind identity. It's what determines if you're going to be stressed out or just go into conflict resolution, which is stress mastery, is this mind identity. It's who has conscious mind control. If your ego takes conscious mind control, it's going to set you in a state of a story. You got this stress and now you're worried about what could happen tomorrow or you have resentment of what happened yesterday. You're in the past or you're in the future. And this then sets part four of the construct, which is the body identity and the body goes into stress. Every single cell in your body goes to fight and flight. And it sets up your identity base. You are in, when you're in stress, you are in event, judgment, reaction. Now, this is why when we talk about obesity, you cannot cure obesity by focusing on the body. It's impossible. You cannot cure depression from focusing on the mind. It's impossible. They work together. So if you're working on your personal development, one of the steps of stress mastery is to name your ego. See the voice in your head. So you can't stop stress. Alarm system activates. Stress loop connects. Well, that third part, mind identity, this is what mindfulness is. It's awareness. And if you can see that ego trying to take over and you can pause for a second and breathe, you take conscious mind control. And that switches the nervous system and breaks the stress loop. And the body identity goes into calm. It's activating what's called the vagus nerve. And the body calms. And when the body calms, this is how you create new habits too, by the way. Because our brain in this state, expansion, our brain, the prefrontal cortex opens up so we can create new skills. We can create new habits. But now your base identity is event awareness response. Stress mastery is conflict resolution. Every single time you get activated in a stress, that means a program is activated. And it's if it's negative, a program is activated. You weren't born with any of this. It was programmed. And when that's programmed, if you can do the processes that we teach in stress mastery of letting that go and allowing that to happen, then that resolution is putting you in event awareness and respond. You're responding to what's happening in the environment. So we talk about defend and attack, you're reacting. Feel like you have to defend something. It doesn't mean that you're a doormat. You can respond. But if the person you're responding to or the situation you're responding to fights back, then you got to let it go because you can't win in force. Force never wins. It puts us in these, in these red zone fear focus. At any given time, you are either in fear focus or growth focus. So mastery is that ability to perform a skill without thought. Stress mastery is a process that when you have a conflict, you automatically go into response automatically. You don't think about it. It's like any other skill. It's a practice that you have to develop that you never get stressed out. Doesn't mean you don't have situations and things because if you think about it, you can't have a problem without a story. If there's no story, then it's just a situation that you are responding to. There is no stress. And so that's where mastery, stress management can't work. It's impossible. So if you go and get a nice massage and you feel so good and you leave the spa and then you hit traffic and you're all mad about traffic, guess what? You did nothing. You did nothing because you're right back into a fear-focused, stressed-out state. 
you got to get rid of the programming that causes you the conflict. And that is what stage four of development is called self-authoring stages. It's when you rewrite your scripts. That's personal development. So we look at depression, right? If you're not focusing on the body, how are you supposed to change the programs that cause you to be depressed? We're looking at obesity. How can you change the body if you didn't get rid of the programs that caused you to overeat? It's the, the, it's the division, Brock, that just cannot happen. It can't happen. You have to work together. So, so Bill, I want to get into kind of the some of the steps of, of mastering stress. But before we do that, I want to ask, so, you know, in, in midlife, um, as you're talking, I'm just thinking, you know, a lot of things are different. One, you know, I'm older now. I have a lot more perspective. I have a lot more maturity. I've I got a much you know, bigger insight into maybe more patience with how the world works. But on the other hand, I've also got more years of being set in my ways. I've got more years of the, the programs and inputs and, um, you know, just reinforcing all the beliefs that I've developed over time. So, and, and maybe there is no difference, but is there a difference when we hit midlife of how we master stress or things we need to be aware of as we're mastering stress? Midlife can be the most incredible time of your life, but you have to be able to let go of your belief systems. You cannot serve yourself at age 50 with the same belief systems you got set in your 20s. It just doesn't work. And like you said, you defend these beliefs and everything else, but can you be open to expand your mind? Are you, can you become childlike again? This is the key. Because when you have a hardened identity, you will fight and defend your perception of the world. And here's your challenge. The world is changing too fast, especially as we're older now. Uh, we just explained it. 2008, the world looks very different at 2021. I mean, it's not, 2021 is not that much time. What took used to take thousands of years to change, hundreds of years to change. Now it changes in decades. In fact, the, now the iPhone 12 is here. Well, if you still have a flip phone, which was very popular 10 years ago, you look like an oddball. And, and this is the challenge is you have to be able, if you want to master midlife, you have to be able to let go of your identity, your belief systems, let go of the things that you're so stringent on and be open to technology, be open to new ideas, be open to trying new things. This is where the midlife people get it, get it wrong and they usually start to get sick. Think I just explained to you the construct, right? If they stay stuck in the alarm system because their whole perception of the way life should be, good old days, good old days, right? Should be, doesn't meet, they're stressed all the time. And when the body is stressed, it is diseased. It's in disease. And so this is why you'll hear people, I've been healthy my whole life, and all of a sudden they're 45 years old, and now they have high blood pressure. And now they have high sugar. And now they have, they can't lose weight or they're getting... It's always because they're stuck in the alarm system. So th to answer your question, mastery becomes with expansion. It's becoming childlike. When you look at you, you ever see a stressed out three-year-old? Anybody? Anybody ever see? Because we're not born to be stressed out. We are born to expand and grow. That's why you see children grow so fast. Because they don't have all this blockage of the comfort zone. 
of the ego, of the identity, of the defendant attack modes. They don't have that. They're about growth. It doesn't mean that they don't get mad and throw a fit. Child will throw a fit. They'll start screaming. Five minutes later, they'll be laughing. They don't hold on to it. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we've got a lifetime of holding on to a lot of things. And, you know, you'd mentioned that that how life should be, that getting stuck in that judgment and and not being able to see just even how life is or how life could be, I I guess. So, and and this all loops because, I mean, you talked about the brain, you talked about um, some of the physicality, um, and I'm blanking that the the vargas nerve, you know, kind of the vagus nerve, yeah, um, all connecting everything. So, Diet, exercise, uh, the physicality, mental, emotional. I mean, so this is all swirling together. So where do we even kind of start? Okay, so when we look at, I think it's really important to understand how the human being's wired, right? We can understand our phone, our computer, our car, or something, you know, but we don't even understand how the human being is 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 constructed because every human being is constructed the same exact way. Might have different software. But the hardware is always the same, right? And so if you have a behavior, which is a habit that doesn't serve your growth, you need to release that and replace that. So where does it start? You have to understand the body first. Uh, Diet and exercise is not about losing weight and stress mastery. It's about managing the nervous system. And so when we talk about we can't stop stress, you also can't stop the physical stress response. And this is a hormonal response in the body that consists of cortisol and the stress hormones and insulin. These two hormones, when we look at blood work to figure out how a person's physiology works, we're looking at how is their body handling stress? How does their body repair? How does it process foods? Because your diet has to match your physiology in order to manage the stress response. Because if you don't manage that stress response, you don't manage the nervous system. So when we talk about the mind identity, like having awareness and mindfulness and seeing when we're stuck, because if you see it, you break it. Well, you can't see it if your body is stuck. And so your diet changes, especially as we get older, we have to learn to eat so our body can repair and function at high levels. So that the first two steps of stress mastery is diet and exercise. It's, but it's got to be diet and exercise for your body. Then the next steps are name your ego, the let go technique, and what I call the green focus power hour. This is your personal development area. You name, the best thing you can do today is listening to this is name your ego. My ego's name is Barry. That means that when Barry starts chirping, I can separate myself from his stories. That's how you break the stress loop. So naming your ego creates this awareness that there's a voice in your head. We've heard it from different teachers. There's this voice in your head. It's not you. That voice that wants to defend an attack, it's not you. So you name your ego. The let go technique is is a technique that is designed for the individual to take conscious mind control. So we have what's called the cage mind. The cage mind holds your subconscious and your conscious mind. When we take conscious mind control, we're mindful. But most people, you know that 95% of your behavior comes from the subconscious programming. That's what I mean. The human being's hardwired for behavior. They're just, they're going to be keep behaving. You get up the same way, 
You have your same morning routine. You go to work the same way. You, 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 you live Groundhog Day unless you build awareness. So let go technique is when you see that activation, it's a technique that we teach to help you release the energy of the program. Because you weren't born with any negative programs, people. None. Zero. So you, you weren't born with guilt. You weren't born with, with fear. You weren't born with anger. All these are programs. So if this program, a habit, a skill doesn't serve you, you want to release it. The only way to release a program, and this is where personal development can be hard, is it has to be activated. So you actually have to go through it and allow it. And that's what the let go technique. Now, the Green Focus Power Hour is a series of exercises to set your day. Every single person wakes up with the ego taking conscious mind control. All you have to do to make sure about this is wake. First thing when you wake up tomorrow morning, just watch the voice in your head. You can wake up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and the voice in your head will tell you everything you need to do tomorrow. I better get back to sleep. Man, I didn't get this done. All this is happening within seconds because the ego doesn't sleep with you. The ego survival, that's why you name the ego, is about conscious mind control. When it takes conscious mind control, you are unconscious. You're either in the past or the future. And so the Green Focus Power Hour is how you set your day. You're setting your day. And if you don't set your day, if you start your day and you just go into the day, there's no way you will ever master stress because stress will seem normal to you. It's normal. I'm a human being. It's normal. It's not. It's not normal. <laughs> That's really when you look at human beings. And then those are the personal development. As you get more advanced, step six is meditation. Meditation is something that a skill mastered it's not about the exercise of meditation. It's about being able to find the now, which is step seven. Finding the now, it, and so meditation is the exercise to build concentration. That's what it's, it's for. So you can see the stress. And so when you have meditation, when you meditate every day, that does nothing. That's the exercise. It's Taking that all day long and being able to see, oh, the ego's got conscious, the ego's got me in stress. Again, I see it because the moment you see it, you break it. And that's step seven, which is stress mastery, which is called finding the now. Conflict resolution is very simple. Program goes off, you see it. You let it go. And you go into event awareness and you respond to what's in front of you. And this can become a habit. It takes time takes practice because you got to reset your cage mind. You got to reset your programming. So like you said, Brock, it's like you're older, right? And you've been defending this beliefs forever. The question is, nothing wrong with defending your beliefs, but do they serve you? Because if they stress you out, they aren't serving you. And if you feel you have to get other people to believe what you believe, well, then they are actually stressing you out. So that's the that's what stress mastery is. It's, it's just, it's the ability to perform a skill without a thought. It's the conflict resolution. I see it, you have the awareness, and boom, you're responding all the time. Respond, 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 respond. So you're never stressed out. Doesn't mean you don't have issues. Doesn't mean you don't have stress. It means that you're not stressed out. So Bill, I feel like we've just compressed, you know, like a three-day workshop into about 30 minutes <laughs> I, I, here. A lot, right? And, so, and, and this is awesome. And I know, you know, 
we don't have three days to, to unpack all of this. So just kind of on that, on that starting point, before we wrap up here today, I mean, you mentioned diet and exercise, and I love the distinction of for your body. Yes. And, you know, okay, so there's like, no one is short of information on diet and exercise, <laughs> you know, between yes. everything that's been written in the past 40 years. So, and yet, clearly we're, we're getting something wrong with diet and exercise. I mean, you look around, know how you feel when you wake up, yeah, all that, works, right? Yes. So how do I know what, what is the, what's best for my body or how do I even just start moving in that direction? So one of the things that, and this is a challenge, it's one of the things I'm going to be bringing out this year in our new programs is the ability that you can do, like we have different ways that you can figure out how your physiology works. There are, we have figured this out. Now, this has taken me decades. This is something I figured out overnight is there are three physiologies that we, we see people. They are these, we call them stress responders. It's the way your body responds to stress, right? And there's the cage rattler. There's the hormone trap and there's a stress belly and each one are a little different. So we do have an evaluation that you can take that will give you an idea that this is your particular stress responder but it's a subjective test, right? Blood work, simple labs that you can get from your doctor, nothing fancy, just simple labs can tell you the story of what your stress responder is. And it's important because if you don't know what your stress responder is, you could be eating a so-called healthy diet that is destroying you. And I'll give you an example. I had a, a doctor at one of my lectures and when we tested him, he had the ApoE4 gene, which made him a stress belly, which means he does well on a plant-based diet. Yet he was a bodybuilder that was eating heavy meat, heavy this, and he, was, he looked fantastic. But when he talked to me, he goes, I look this way, but I don't feel good. He goes, I have trouble concentrating. And, and as I'm getting older, I'm having more. I get brain fog. My energy levels are, are like in the tank and I'm eating this perfect diet, he said, and I'm working out. And when we tested him, it wasn't the perfect diet. And when we changed his diet in two weeks, he said, my whole life changed. And he's been, it's been years now. And he, and it's just because you really, here's my answer, Brock. There is no right diet. Now, if you're looking to get into stress mastery and you're not ready to do the diet yet, what do you do, right? This is when time-restricted eating can work. It doesn't work as a final solution, but if you're, let's say you want to start really, you're in midlife, right? And you're not ready to do all the diet and stuff, but you want to start working on yourself, put yourself in a six-hour eating window. And why does that work? because you're managing the cortisol and insulin hormones of the stress response. And it allows you, even if you're eating wrong, it'll, it's not optimal, it's not perfect, but it's still managing those hormones so you can manage your nervous system so you can work on your personal development. So I have clients that I'm not ready to do the diet. Okay, let me put you in this window. This is what we're gonna do. And I don't tell them what to eat. It's pretty what you want to eat. Just stay in the window. I don't care if it's you're eating pizza. I don't care. Stay in the window. And it works, but it can't work for the long term because eventually as they get better, oh, now I want to know what I should eat. And I want to know. So when we work somebody up, we will do a reset to get their metabolism working. And then we we'll transition them to make sure that everything's sticking. And then they get a lifestyle program, right? 
And that lifestyle is something that you don't take breaks from, you live it. And in the lifestyle, there's, you got the right diet for your physiology. You're drinking water. If you don't drink water, by the way, you can't manage stress, it's impossible. You can do everything else right, you need water. You gotta think of a human being built for survival. Water is number one. And then they have movement. I just tell them to move, walk, do something. I don't start them heavy if they don't want to start, right? But you got to have exercise. You got to have movement, right? And then you got to have personal development. It's got to be that green folks power, that mind development, because you got to change the mind. And then the fifth one is the cheat day, the refeed day. I cheat every, I've been, I lost 123 pounds when I was 20. I'm going to be 60. I haven't gained the way back. <laughs> I haven't gained the way back, right? The thing is, I've been cheating for 40 years. It's every week. Today, as we're recording this, the Packers play tonight. So you got to believe that I'm not dieting. You know, and it's okay. That's what it means by living a lifestyle. You got to find how your body works. So you can build a lifestyle because there are no breaks. You can't say, oh, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. Because if you do, you are sticking yourself in the alarm system. That's, that's, the big difference between why you see diets don't work because there is no right diet. Does that make sense for you? Absolutely. And are there any, um, well, I mean, you mentioned the three, three different ways we respond to stress. We've got different body types. Are there just some core general principles around sugar? Sugar is a core principle. Sugar, insulin is the hormone that must be managed from the diet. It's that insulin hormone. And that's where I made my mark. Because I was the first in 1990 to make the to finally teach people a stress response. You know, we always heard about stress hormones, and we 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 heard about Saley talking about stress hormones, but we never talked about the response. Every time you get stressed, cortisol is releasing in your body, and it signals the liver to release sugar, and which brings insulin. Insulin is a hormone that, if it's not managed, you will get stuck in that alarm system red zone, and you'll be stuck in stress. So one thing, cutting sugar out for sure is something somebody can do, you know? Now, here's the challenge. Some people's bodies, I had a, a, a woman yesterday, she needs carbs. If you don't eat carbs, you're not managing your stress response. Okay, it's different. If I eat carbs, me personally, I'm stressed out. It's just, we don't know, right? So sugar's one thing. Water, like I said, is very big. Very important. If people don't get the hydration down, you can have the perfect diet and exercise and still the nervous system will get stuck without water. So that's a big thing that people can start working on. Movement, got to move. So even if you're walking, if you do nothing right now, start walking to the mailbox, start building skills. Your diet and your exercise need to become skills. In other words, they need to become habits. And we want to build, like our ancestors had to build skills to survive. They had to learn how to use hammers, and how to communicate and build fire. And they built skills. We have to also build skills as modern men. We have to build skills of diet, skills of exercise, skills of awareness, skills of development, skills of set your day, close your day. This is what we have to build if we want to master stress. All right, like I say, you know, th this is a, a lot, Bill. So for those who want to learn more, go go deeper into it, um, find out more about each of those steps, wh where can they start? You mentioned you had a podcast, which yes, I know you have so, a podcast, great podcast. So, yeah, we are we are going to be at a thousand episodes pretty soon. So there's a lot of content for you people in there. So you don't have to worry about content. And so uh, it's called The Stress Mastery Podcast. And you just, it's in all the forums. You just, if you, whatever, whatever you're in iTunes or whatever you are, 
and and then I have, and, and it's no, I'm never going to charge for it. I'll never have commercials on it. I want to give back in that aspect. So that podcast is five days a week. Mondays is for millennials. They're, it's called Mondays with Super Millennial. My, my stepson holds it. Tuesdays, health huddles. So if you ever want to know, every Tuesday, we're talking on the health. Um, Wednesdays is meeting the minds. We're doing a personal development. Thursdays is connection Thursday, the spiritual development of everything. And then Fridays is our book study. We always are working on a book, you know? So that's the one way to go. They can go to my website. It's living right with Bill Courtright. It's long. And you go in and you can, we have free eBooks there that you can get. There's, there's materials there. We have a community. Now it's a paid community, but you can come in for 30 days free if you're interested. It's called the stress, it's called the stress mastery community. If you go to stressmasterycommunity.com, what is that? That is a way to get everything I teach at a very inexpensive way. And we have we have courses in there. We have we have a platform that works just like your social media. We have coaches that are working in there, so they're working with you. Everything I taught you today is in there. And so people that pay me $5,000 a month to coach, it's there for $24 a month. You know, just so it's there. And I have it built for that purpose is that this information is something that we all need to learn. And I want to make it affordable for everybody. Excellent. Outstanding, Bill. Um, and and I, I can attest, there's a lot of information out there. You put a ton out on your podcast. Um, you don't hold back on anything. And so lots of good stuff to be had. Because I like... We have an interesting audience, a huge audience of millennials, but obviously another huge audience of my generation. We have a lot of baby boomers that listen to our show, and, and they're in that midlife now. And there's not a lot of programs for midlife mastery. And, and, and so if you think about mastery, that's the ability to perform a skill without thought. Well, midlife is about changing your identity and changing so without a thought, exactly what Brock is teaching. Well, thank you. Um, that's fabulous. And, and so, Bill, um, I think we'll, we can wrap it up right there. Thank Folks now much. know where to find you. And uh, this has been great. Thank you very much for having me, Brian.